0: Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 592. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I've got a strong message, a lot of Bible scriptures for you to prove the things that I'm saying are not from me, but out of the Bible. And the Bible is God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. As a matter of fact, the Word was God and still is today. And the Word of God came into the world, verse 14 in the first chapter of John, and lived among us, uh, we uh, humans, we terrestrial beings. And he taught us terrestrial beings the right way to go, us earthly beings how to uh, cope with this life and how to be able to make it out of this terrestrial world into the celestial. So, right now, though, um, we have some um, songs and we have some letters. Amen? Amen. So, let's go to the throne to ask the Lord to anoint this broadcast. Father, uh, anoint this broadcast. Anoint me, let everything that I say... And all the people on the program, whoever is going to say something, let it be straight from you. And, Lord, uh, open up everyone's heart, their souls, their minds, their spirits to receive everything. Because I'm not doing uh, these broadcasts, Father, just to be talking to people about nothing and uh, about the different minor issues. But I am bringing forth the major issues of life and life eternal. So, anoint the broadcast that souls will be saved and the church be edified and that Satan will be rebuked. And I'd ask you to rebuke Satan in every area of this world. And all the ones that are coming against this Lord, put a short a stop to him, Short circuit them every way that there is. As you have so many times in the past, such as the book of Joshua you're setting the stage for everyone to be able to see that if we keep the commandments that there's no power uh, more powerful than you and that you can turn the battle over to your people the battle, the victory is ours Lord we ask that you do this in Jesus mighty name and open up doors for us in Jesus mighty name, big doors Lord God, powerful doors wonderful doors in jesus name and everyone says amen.
1: amen amen
0: all right now we've got some songs here we're talking about um, the book of joshua and it talks about uh, even joshua had the sun and the moon stand still for uh, many hours during one day so that he could see everything that's going on so he could slaughter the people that God told them to slaughter because they were doing the same things in those days that uh, we're doing today, like uh, murdering little babies and saying they're not really humans and uh, that we're murdering people and not killing them, but we're letting them go free after five years or 15 or 20 years or giving them life. This does not take the uh, curse off the land. We have to... If people murder people we have to kill them Uh, the government is supposed to do that they don't do that but if God turns the government over to me I will install the death penalty and people will then be put to death for murdering people now there's a bunch of people like the uh, uh, Quakers and people like that that forgive uh, sin but they can't forgive sin, and so they're unscriptural. What was it? The, the Amish. They just say, oh, you know, God appoints everyone to die at a certain time. No, he doesn't send murderers in and kill little innocent children, except uh, if um, but he doesn't kill just the little children, tie them up and torture them. He doesn't have people do that. And so uh, they're saying that so that uh, there will be a lawless society. So they've actually, they act so holy by not uh, watching uh, TV or radio or any of the things which uh, we don't uh, really watch uh, that much TV here. I watch it, Uh, the Christian channels and other channels that tell me what's going on in the world, Uh, but no porn stations or anything like that. But they don't do that, and then they uh, condone a lawless society. So the Antichrist is one person with many members in his body. Christ is one person with many members in his body. And so the Antichrist has got all these different members. Some of them look holy. Holy. They have a form of godliness, but they deny the power of God because they deny that God's going to come down and slaughter them because of their lawless ways. So the Bible says the lawless one will come, and he's here, folks, in case you don't know it. It's the international um, government uh, that is the Roman canon government from the Roman Catholic cult. And they're condoning lawlessness. You can murder, you can rape, you can do all these different things. We give you just a little bit of time if you murder somebody. Um, But if it's a little child or something, we might give you life without the possibility of parole. And then you see them appeal for it in a few years. And then they come up with some cock and bull story. And they let them go free. Who do you people think you're kidding? You're kidding a bunch of idiots. But you don't uh, kid me. And you're not fooling God. You think you can sham God and God's people? I'm a, I'm one person that can see right through you. You're a bunch of stinking amateur uh, promoters that have gotten a poor bunch of idiot people that you just snowed under and... Uh, They don't know what to do. They don't even know what to do. And so uh, you call them cattle, and truly they are. The Lord calls his people, even his people, sheep, and sheep are the dumbest animals in the world. They're stupid. But he says, my people, meaning the saints, perish. They fall away from God uh, because uh, they lack understanding. Amen? Amen. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. People go into hell by the hundreds of millions because they don't seek God. And when they read what he says, they just don't take it into, uh, they don't take it as uh, this is what we have to do. One of these days, uh, the Holy Spirit is going to come down and take everyone up to heaven that is of the Lord. And there's a a song that they've written, Swing Down, Sweet Chariot. That's the Holy Spirit that's going to take all the people that are of the Lord that are not sinning. The Lord says that through uh, one of his prophets, uh, Enoch, he said that uh, the Lord's coming with ten thousands of his saints. So one thousand is one thousand and two is thousands, and three and four and five, and 10 is 10 thousands. That's all it is is 10,000 of his saints. Now, what if there's only going to be uh, just that many in the kingdom of heaven? I wonder if you'll be there. If you're not, you're going to be screaming your head off in hell. Uh, Here I am uh, to sing with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps. Swing down, sweet chariot. Come and take me up.
2: Why don't you swing down, sweet chariot, stop and let me ride. Swing down, chariot, stop and let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. Come and hear you, Lord. I got a home on the other side. Don't you swing down, sweet chariot, stop and let me ride. Chance got them. Let me ride, rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. I'm an easy well, I got on the other side. Well, 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 well. Ezekiel went down in the middle of the field. He saw an angel working on a chariot wheel. Wasn't so particular about the chariot wheel. Just wanted to see how a chariot feels. Why don't you swing down, sweet chariot stoppin'? Let me ride. Swing down, chariot stoppin'. Let me ride. Rock me Lord, run me, me Lord, come that easy will. I got a home on the other side. Well. Chariot wasn't bumping on down the road. Zeke wasn't a ticklin' about the bumping on the road. Just wanted to lay down his heavy load. Why don't you swing down, sweet chariot, stop and let me ride? Swing down, chariot, stop and let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. I an easy, well, I got a home on the other side. Well, I got a father in the promise land until I shake his hand, Rock me low, rock me low, why I need easy well, I got a home on the other side, why don't you swing down chair and stopping? Let me ride swing down chair and stopping. Let me ride, rock me low, rock me low, why I need easy well, I got a home on the other side, why don't you swing down, sweet chair and stop it? let me ride. Swing down, chariot-stopper, let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord, come and easy, well, I
0: got a home on the other side. On the other side. Ah, I love that song. Swing down, sweet chariot. All right, we have some letters today. Where's the first one from, Sharon?
3: From Newport, Arkansas. Okay. Dear Mr. Tony Alamo, God bless you and your family and ministries. I was so glad to hear from you personally and that you took the time to write me yourself. I know that you're very busy. I give God the glory for you and what he is using you for right now and the kingdom. It's being built in the earth through the assignment he has entrusted you with. I thank you for receiving my letter and reading it on the radio. I give God the glory for all that he is doing through you. The material you send me is anointed by God. These uh, three brothers have given their life to Jesus. I have had a chance to share the material with the church I attend here in prison. Brothers are interested in receiving more of your material. As soon as you send it to me, I barely have enough time to study myself before someone else is asking for it. Praise God, rejoicing in Him, seeing how hungry and thirsty people are for His word in here. It makes me so happy to be saved. No, they would not let me have any CDs or cassette tapes, but if you could send it to me in written form, it would be highly received in Bible study and at church. Whatever you send, I'll be looking forward to. Can you send me something on the ten plagues that were put on in Egypt? That's what we're studying right now. Thank you. May this letter reach you in good health. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Ask the church to pray for me. I will continue to pray for you, the family, and the church. I thank you in advance for what you're doing and have done through Jesus in my life. The brothers in Bible study say hello, and may God continue to bless you always. I love you in the name of Jesus. Write back when you can, your brother in the body of Christ, yours truly, Anthony Easley from Newport, Arkansas.
0: Right, that's, uh, that's true. Now, when you're studying the ten plagues that the Lord poured out on Egypt, also include the plagues that the Lord is pouring out on the earth today. Even the water is so contaminated that people can't drink it, and it's been that way for years. They say now that there's all kinds of medicines and every kind of drug in the water now, and it's really bad for people to drink it. And so people are drinking bottled water, and some of these bottled water companies are so bad that they are just taking water out of the tap. So you're uh, just drinking the same water that people that don't have money to buy um, bottled water are drinking. And another thing, okay, we've got another letter here? Yes. Go ahead.
3: From Abaya State, Nigeria. Dear World Pastor... Another
0: thing I'd like to say is that there's a lot more plagues today than there were in the days of Egypt. There's like millions of people that are dying from all kinds of diseases that God has whipped on people. For their sinfulness and their disobedience to him and their obedience to false gods uh, like Buddha and uh, all these other, Hare Krishna and um, the Pope, uh, Catholicism, all these false things. And it's going to get worse and worse because people, God just allows their hearts to be hardened more and more the more that they uh, reject him. And accept these foolish, stupid, dumb idols. All right, so go ahead with this new one.
3: Dear world Pastor Lamo, greetings in the name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, who died that we might have life in abundance. Just recently I came to know of your worldwide ministries when a friend gave me a copy of your your world newsletter, which I took time to read, pray about, and digest. It is a fact that you are the number one servant of God in the world.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, I always thought that anyway. Okay, go ahead.
3: I believe strongly... Some people
0: think I'm kidding, but I don't. Okay, I know God called me for sure to do what I do. All right, then what?
3: I believe strongly that if every pastor could borrow the lead from you and preach the gospel boldly without trying to compromise with the world's standard, many souls would be converted unto the Lord. May I thank you for being used of God to redeem the image of Christianity and the pastoral vocation in this 21st century.
0: Yeah, there was an attorney that didn't like me that much, but he said, You are the world's greatest evangelist. That's why they don't let me on television, folks. We were on 10 years and we got a little too rough, and they just, they are just too people pleasing uh, TV stations to put anyone on that's going to get right at the source of where all evil is coming from. And that's Satan, of course, and through his church, his cult, uh, Roman Catholic, the Catholics, where even the Bible says that's where uh, Rome is, where Satan's seat is. And so uh, that's not Babylon, that's Mystery Babylon the Great. It's a mysterious Babylon, so mysterious that people keep thinking that it's over there in Iraq, but it's not, it's in Rome. That's where the devil sits that's where his seed is okay keep coming
3: please pastor do not give up as your labor is not in vain oh no,
0: don't worry about that don't ever worry about me giving up i'm not going to give up my place in the kingdom of heaven for anything or anybody
3: okay then what god will continue to bless the world and harvest souls into his kingdom through your ministries in the name of jesus amen since 2006 this outreach has engaged in personal evangelism and free distribution of gospel tracts for the conversion of souls. Our outlets include homes, offices, schools, colleges, markets, village squares, hospitals, prisons, and motor parks. We've received some responses of salvation and requests for Bibles and books for further reading. We have not been able to meet this demand due to lack of these materials.
0: Oh, well, we give you all you need. Okay, so uh, uh, our mailroom, make sure these people get plenty of uh, tracts and... Messiah books, and Bibles. Okay, then what?
3: Pastor, you can see our zeal to work for the Lord. Could you please make us one of your distributors of your gospel literature and materials for the conversion of thousands of precious souls in Yumuahia who are hungry for the undiluted word of God?
0: Consider yourself a distributor. I already consider you one. Okay, then what?
3: If our request is granted, be assured of our prayerful and free distribution of all your packages to the people here. Thank you, and may the Lord supply your needs according to his riches and glory and protect you and your family in the name of Jesus. Amen. My wife extends her warm regards. Yours sincerely, C. Inya from Abaya State, Nigeria, Africa.
0: Praise the Lord for you, brother. All right, and your wife as well. And now uh, there's a report from, uh, uh, where was this?
3: Albuquerque and Santa Fe, New Mexico.
0: Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay, and Albuquerque. Go ahead.
3: Definitely, New Mexico has been one of the best weekend witnessing assignments the brothers and myself have been on. The people. This is
0: coming from my son, Sion. Okay, go ahead.
3: The people there were taking two pieces of literature so they could give one away to someone they knew, and just by wearing our Alamo Christian Ministries T-shirts, we were able to witness in restaurants. At one special parking lot, a lady found one of the newsletters we had put on her car. As she was reading, she began smiling and pressed it to her heart and showed it to the people that were with her. That is where God wanted us this weekend, for sure. He put us just where we were needed. This in itself was a great blessing, and to see that these people love gospel literature and seeing the souls that were saved sigh
0: Yeah, know, was telling me that all the brothers, they got into the car, and they were moving on a lot, and they saw her reading it. Then all of a sudden, she says, she just lifted it up, and she was showing it to everybody. Then she pressed it right into her heart, and she was just, like, smiling real big. And then she started reading it again. Ah, that's just a fantastic testimony. All right, now we're going to start reading from the book of Jude. We're going to continue on there. Because what I'm trying to tell you, folks, is that there's more unsaved people in churches than there are saved people in churches. They are lost, and they're sitting in churches, false churches, which Jesus, five times alone in the 24th chapter of Matthew, warned to stay away from false teachers. And the uh, churches are filled with... uh, Uh, blind people that are being led by the blind. Go ahead and read what Jude says about them uh, in the book of Jude. It's a one-chapter book. We're going to reread the first uh, two verses that we read yesterday, and we're on verse what?
1: Verse 14, And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, behold the lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints
2: yeah
0: so that's ten thousand saints then what
1: to execute judgment upon all
0: um uh, judgment well i thought jesus was uh, sweet jesus and that he just uh lets everybody go to heaven even if you've backslid and even if you're out sinning is that true no no no. Okay, so keep going.
1: Because
0: they're going to take vengeance on the people on earth. And what?
1: And to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed. And a what mo- an
0: upset, you know, when these church people look up, and all of a sudden the fear of God comes on them. They've never had the fear of God all their lives. And then they start praying for the rocks and mountains to fall on them, to hide them from the wrath of God. Remember, folks, the Bible says that judgment begins first in the house of God. Amen? Amen. So we are the ones that are going to be judged first. And we're going to be judged by what it says in the Bible, not what you make up uh, that the Bible says, because there's no private interpretation of the Bible, and not just, you know, your little play, uh, your idea of a play church. The Lord is not a person that plays around. Okay, keep going.
1: And of all their hard speeches, which ungodly sinners have spoken against him.
0: Yeah, against the Lord. Uh, Behold, therefore, the goodness of God and the severity of God on them who fell. Now, the Bible says there's a whole uh, great falling away from the Lord. The people that you see in churches today are not saved. They're not because they're not doing the work of the Lord. They're not supporting the church of the Lord. They're supporting satanic churches. Now, severity uh, uh, on the those which fell, severity. Well, what do I mean? Just because they fell, he's severe with them? Yes, he sends them to hell in the lake of fire. And then, but toward thee, the, O oh, you saints, goodness. But only if you continue in his goodness; otherwise, thou shalt not be cut off as well or killed uh, destroyed. Okay, then what?
1: Verse 16. These are murmurers, complainers. Well, oh, has
0: you ever noticed if there's any murmurers and complainers in your church? Those that uh, I mean, if the if uh, you don't feel that the church is any good, you should get out of it and go to a church that really preaches the truth. But those of you that are drunkards and fornicators and adulterers and adulteresses and uh, drug addicts and booze hounds, all you, you don't want to go to a real church because you're going to hear condemnation on those that do such things. If you're planning to have uh, what they call uh, planning first-degree murder like abortion, uh, you don't want to go to a church against that. You want to hear smooth things, smooth things. Okay, so go ahead.
1: These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words. Right,
0: are their own lusts, because uh, some churches tolerate drunkenness. So that's uh, the drunkard church. And the Bible says, No drunkard shall enter the kingdom of heaven some churches the pastors are committing fornication and adultery and uh, they're doing all these evil things the vatican is one that they're always throwing stuff on um their news media uh like this Korish thing i just saw last night uh, some and these newscasters are saying that quote tony alamo said Corish was like a brother to me I never met David Koresh in my life. And I said, I don't know what his doctrine is, so I don't know whether he's of the Lord or not. I heard a few tapes of his that were correct, but then they showed him holding a guitar that had a nude woman on it and that they said they were shooting people. But listen, I put two uh, videos on my website that you can see that the people, that they were not shooting back uh, at anybody, and that they said that Corish uh, killed three of the uh, FBI men. But you can see there's a three FBI men or four of them going into a window. Three of them made it in, and the last FBI man stuck his machine gun inside the window and killed all the three that were in there. It shows that and it shows them uh, a bullet coming through the actual wall outside and it hit the one that killed them. Uh, The bullet hit him on the head and knocked him out for about five seconds. He got up and went down the ladder. And so that's plain. And then it shows on one of the other CDs that we have on uh, our website that uh, it shows that a tank uh, perforating holes. They put all kinds of tear gas in there with those little children in there, and they were saying Koresh was abusing the children. I don't know Koresh, but and I never did say that I was his brother or anything like that because I don't know what he did. I, but I do know that those people should have never fired those uh, tear gas bombs in there, which were... Uh, It made it impossible. You had to have powerful gas masks on to not be killed by them. And the little children, they said they had gas masks in there. They didn't. They just made up stuff. And you can't put those gas masks on a little face of a little child. And they knew there were about 50 children in there. And there was no need for them to kill them at all. And uh, and it shows that there's a flamethrower going from the tank into the house. And then they blame them for starting the fire. So that you know that these people are the biggest filthy liars on the face of this earth. They're not American troops. They're international troops that are going all over the world uh, for the Vatican and bombing countries that don't want to be, uh, that don't believe in democracy for the people. They're just blowing smoke into people, saying, "You people are the judges." they the people, the masses of people, have always been wrong, and they've always lied. Like this newscaster, saw on one of the websites, and they'd say all kinds of stupid, evil lies about me. They say that Tony and Corish were like brothers. Uh, that Tony said that they were like brothers to me. Never met him, never even heard about him until it was on the news that they were going to kill all those people. And then they had this um, lesbian standing out there, said, ordering them to just go ahead and tear gas them and burn the place down. And Clinton says, I take full responsibility for that. You filthy pig. And you filthy pig, uh, you lesbian pig. You take full responsibility. I guess you're proud of yourself, aren't you? How would you like it if somebody went and shot tear gas in your house and then punched holes in the walls through with a tank and started putting flamethrowers in there and setting the fire and then go and lie and say, well, I guess Clinton committed suicide because he had bypass surgery and he knew he was going to die anyway, so he killed his own kids and himself. How would you like that, you stinking pig uh, and Janet Reno? Look, you're just days before going to hell in the lake of fire, both of you, both of you, because it doesn't look like you're going to repent, you just keep getting worse, and you keep telling more lies, and the media keeps telling, uh, polyparroting your lies so that people believe that garbage. Uh, You know, you're uh, exasperating to me, but I know that God has everything under control. Well, don't I think that you could be saved? (laughs) I doubt that you could be because I don't think you'll ever repent. You are a people uh, person. You care about what people think about you. I could care less. I care less of what people could uh, say about me because I tell the truth that you'd lie right out to the general public. I smoked a pot, you say, but I never inhaled. Oh, come on, man. You must really think everybody's... I absolutely did not have sex with that girl. And the whole government is like that. All you lying dogs out there. You like that just like it. Liars. And what about you people, if you think that's so bad about... uh, you're it, turning it around to where it was Corish's fault that uh, all those kids got burned up? Well, why don't you attack the Vatican with all those homosexual child molesters? Uh, you mentioned it once about three or four years ago, but why don't you keep going on it like you do this Corish thing, huh? Because you people are hundreds of millions and billions of times worse than they ever thought of being you're the pigs of the earth you demon possessed buzzards and there's not another preacher that's going to tell you this way because I know I'm right with the Lord they haven't got the guts to do it because they know themselves that they're committing adultery and fornication more than likely just like you Vatican lice okay let's keep reading
1: and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration. Yeah,
0: the people of lovers like Clanton and Bush. Now, he took a lot of flack for the Vatican, both of them, because they said, if you want to stay president, you have to protect me. You take the flack. Don't let the Catholic cult take the flack, you people. You take the flack. And so they did. Oh, yeah, I take full responsibility for it. No, he's a wimp. He's a stinking murdering wimp. He did what that stinking homosexual pope wanted him to do. Okay, then what?
1: And their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage.
0: Yeah, they say great swelling words, like for instance, uh, Tony said, they lie like a dog, that he was a brother of, uh, uh, like a brother to Corish again I never met Corish in my life I never knew he existed and I didn't even know uh, the branch uh, that there was a place called the branch Davidians I had no knowledge that they were part of the seventh-day Adventist Church I had no all I noticed is I've dealt with uh, seventh-day Adventist before because I went to um, open up um, away for women that uh, were pregnant that didn't want to kill their babies, but they wanted to give them away. So I went to the, um, like I said, there's some good Catholics that are not in the high echelon. I went to the Catholic hospital in Memphis and they opened the doors to me. They said, yes, we'll take in any female and uh, we won't charge you anything, Tony, uh, to go ahead and have the babies. And uh, we will raise them. We'll, We'll pay the money. We have all kinds of sisters at the church that will raise the babies. And they said, even if they're mongoloid or if they're freaks? I said, yes. So what the media started doing was they started saying that I was going to use those people to work on farms. We don't have a farm. We don't work people on farms. When we first started out around over 40 years ago, some of the people wanted to go to Bakersfield and work on farms, so we let them. We kept telling them, we don't want you to go there because uh, you need to be in the church all the time. When you're freshly born, you're a um, new creature in Christ. You need to get the word in you. But they wanted to get married and buy places like apartment houses and stuff to live in, so we let them. And when they brought the money in, we bought apartment houses for them. And yes, they did earn the money for it, and uh, and we bought the apartment houses for them, and also many other uh, properties for them to live in. But the government took them away saying that they were mine, and I say always that they weren't mine. But anyway, so uh, the Catholic Hospital and the Seventh-day Adventist Hospitals told me that they would definitely uh, help people out that way. And doctors, I got them to say that they would uh, do it, and then a lot of this trash kit started coming from Jerry Falwell's church. He started saying that I was going to use them for farm workers. He was part of the Antichrist government, and many just like many other churches. And Falwell was a phony. He even double-crossed uh, Jim Baker. I'm no fan of Jim Baker. Sue and I was on his show. And I sang a song on there, and Susie talked and did the interview with him. And we were on Pat Robertson's show as well. And uh, I sang a little song on there and a gospel song. But uh, here they are. Uh, so all these people said, Yeah, we'll do that. And now they kept saying, I says, Please don't kill the mongoloids. Because the hospitals, uh, if the parents didn't want to have a mongoloid child, They were taking drugs and everything and uh, committing fornication and adultery, wife swapping and stuff like that. And so they're having freaks for children. And they wondered, they hate God because these things happened. So, you know, God, uh, they go out to eternity soon enough. And, uh, you know, God's patient. And you're going to stand before him and he's going to throw your stinking, filthy soul into hell. And then you're going to be there uh, eternally. Because remember, I just got uh, telling you, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God. Romans 11.22 There were people that were in heaven, and they're going to hell. So they were once saved, but they're not always saved. And also the children of Israel, they were once saved. They were delivered out of uh, Egypt. And then uh, they fell on the desert, their rotten bones, and they uh, fell right down into hell uh, after they died. So uh, God is severe. He's not going to save you once and for all. I mean, you're doing the piggish things that you're doing, you filth, you stinking filth. Well, you say, Ben, you just don't sound like a real preacher. Uh, the ones that sound like real preachers to you have hoodwinked you for years. God isn't the way they are, okay? God is the way I am, all right? Amen. God, you read the Bible and you'll see that God is very fiery and uh, he is uh, severe to those that uh, make mockery of him. Now, I never said that I was a friend of Korish, I never even knew the dude. Still don't even know all about him. I was in prison because uh, a bunch of these false people had me thrown in prison because I revealed that President Bush, the old man, was uh, had six Nazi war criminals as his advisors. They're Catholics. They're Nazis. And you don't know that because you're ignorant and you don't want to know it. You blatantly are putting, a, even got his wife up for president of the United States. And this other guy, I don't know anything about him, but I can tell that they're as bogus as a 45 and a half dollar bill. I wouldn't vote for either one of them. Okay, the only one that I liked was uh, Fred Dalton Thompson. I met him, I knew him, he was a real guy. All right, and but you people would never uh, vote for people that are real because you're so stinking phony yourself. Okay, let's continue on in Jude. Verse
1: 17. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time.
0: Yeah, look at them all over the place, ain't anyway. what?
1: Who should walk after their own ungodly lusts?
0: Yeah, under the after their um, cadavers, their cuerpos, um, their corpse. They're like they have a corpse, like all. Of, All of us do, but Satan is living in theirs, and the Lord is living in mine. And you're offended because of what I say. You people offend God, and you offend me. Worse, you offend God, and you're an offense to him and to the entire ministry and to his word. Okay, then go ahead.
1: These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit.
0: No, you're a corpse. You're a dead cadaver. There's a, you're dead because Christ is not in you. Christ is the way, the truth, and the L-I-F-E, the life. And you have no life in you. You have no light in you. He's the light of the world. You don't have the bread of life in you because you are offended at his preachers and his teachers that are telling you the same thing he is. He says, Cease ye from man whose breath, one breath, is in his stinking nose. For how lightly are mankind to be accounted of. You're all dogs, all of you, except people that are really saved in doing the work of God. So anyway, when I did that uh, promotion and I was uh, telling it on, on my radio broadcast, Here comes Jerry Falwell saying he's going to use them as a slave labor camp because he was believing or he's part of the Vatican saying these things to try to destroy our work. But God destroyed him. He's dead. He's dead. And his works are dead. He had the moral majority. Let me tell you something. The majority is not moral. Amen? Amen. He had a fake organization called the Moral Majority. That's a laugh. So anywho, he started blasting me all over the place, and the government was racing up with him. uh, And uh, he started doing it. He took my idea and started uh, going to hospitals and everything. Just the Jerry Falwell, who double-crossed Jim Baker, and I'm no friend of Baker's. And he did it for a while, then it was too real for him, and so he gave it up. But I still would do the same thing. If women want to uh, let their children stay at our place for a year, I said they can stay at our place for one to four or five years, and then they can come and get them if they want to. If they can't support them, they'll come and get them in one to five years. We'll raise them for you until that time. But if you don't come in five years, then we don't want you to come and take them because they're already used to the person that's raising them. And the government uh, uh, just really renounced this this, and the filthy, stinking news media that keeps exalting the government's position with Waco. Okay, keep going.
1: But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, Praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: How do you keep yourself in the love of God? Because if you're in Christ, he is the love of God. If you're in Christ, then, uh, uh, then there's uh, you're, the, the Lord loves you because you're in his son. Uh, Colossians 3, verses 1 through 5 said, Because if you have been risen with Christ, you will look for the things above where Christ is. Sitting on the right hand of God, set your intentions, your, uh, your intentions or your attention, not on the things of the earth, because you have been dead, you have now become mortal with Christ, dead with Christ. Uh, you now are a cuerpo or a cadaver where Christ lives. And you're alive now in Christ. So if you're risen with Him, then put your affections, your intentions, your attention, on the things of don't put your attention on the not on the things of this earth because you have been dead you're dead Uh, and you don't do any works at all anymore except the works that christ does in you and your life is hidden with christ you are in him You don't uh, respond to the things of the world anymore. So your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, your life, is manifested in you, the life of Christ must be manifested in you on this earth, then you also will be manifested with him in glory. If you uh, let Christ live his life in you here on earth, then you will be seen in glory. Uh, and you'll be manifested there because um, you uh, allowed yourself to die out to become a corpse or a uh, cadaver that Christ lives in on this earth. So put to death the earthly, or the terrestrial things, in you. Now, um, now some of the terrestrial things are fornication, um, terrestrial things are impurity, or um, lewdness, that's terrestrial. Disorderly is terrestrial. Passion is terrestrial, bad desires are terrestrial, and greed is terrestrial, which is the same thing as idolatry. So if you have any of these, you're an idolater. If you're a fornicator, or you bind us on fornication, you're an idolater. If you're impure, you're lewd, disorderly, passion, incredible, evil passions, bad desires, and greed, uh, you're an idolater. So most people think idolaters are those that fall down before statues. Everything that is of this world is a statue that you fall down before. Now these uh, scriptures are in Colossians 3:15, And the true meaning of terrestrial is uh, in uh, many Bibles and in uh, any uh, dictionary. So we've been baptized into the uh, Christ's death. That's Romans 6, 3, 14. We've been our cadaver. We become a a, a corpse. We become dead because we're baptized into his death. We've chosen to not prefer this world but we've chosen to prefer the world to come in heaven. Because if you live according to the flesh or to the carne, you will die. But if through the Spirit you put to death the works of the carne, your flesh, you will live. In other words, if you become dead with Christ or a corpse with Christ living in you or a cadaver with Christ living in you, you will live. All right. Now, uh, let's continue on in there. Go ahead.
1: Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life.
0: Yeah, you'll... uh, You'll uh, force, you'll put your flesh under, you will beat your body black and blue to make it do what the Holy Spirit wants to do. We have to be mortified to, to this earth. We have to be as though we're dead and let Christ live in us so that godly works can be done. Okay, then what?
1: And of some, have compassion, making a difference. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire.
0: And how do you save them with fear? You preach these words that I just got through preaching to you. Then what else? And we what we're reading to you. Then what?
1: Hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen.
0: Okay, let's get into Joshua. Okay, so in Joshua, what I'm showing you is that you win every battle if you have no sin on your soul. And so here are five kings assembling themselves against Joshua. They know that God turned Egypt upside down for them just like God is turning the world upside down for us all right and so all these people saw him open the Red Sea for them the uh, holy people the Israelis the Jewish people and then a lot of people hate Jews because that's because you're possessed with the devil you're possessed with the devil and the devil hates Christ and his body the church the Christians and you can't Live. There's no peace in your life until you try to destroy it. And so the people of, uh, they saw him, uh, the Jewish people destroy uh, Jericho and Ai. Now uh, five kings are getting themselves together to, to destroy Joshua and the holy people of God. So continue now. Now tell them where you're at.
1: Chapter 9, verse 3.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: And when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done unto Jericho and to Ai...
0: Now see, this is Gibeon. Then what?
1: They did work wilily, and went and made as if they had been ambassadors, and took old sacks upon their asses, and wine bottles, old and rent, and bound up, and old shoes, and clouded upon their feet, and old garments upon them, and all the bread of their provision was dry and moldy.
0: Okay, so these people... They heard they were so frightened of Israel that what they did is made it look like they were poor and hungry and that they'd been on the road for weeks or months. And they came to become ambassadors, like, please, we want you to make a pact with us. And they actually lived right near that area. So they lied to the Jews, and the Jews made a pact with them. Keep going.
1: And they went to Joshua unto the camp at Gilgal, and said unto him, and to the men of Israel, we become from a far country. Now, therefore, make ye a league with us.
0: See, that's what I got so far. And my time it's run out, but we've covered a lot of territory today, I would say, wouldn't you? Amen. All right, so uh, right now is the time that we call people together. We call you out of the world into the heavenly kingdom where the Uh, You know, we're just like cadavers, and it's Christ, the the living God, talking to you through me. And um, so, uh, if you want to be like that, to have, uh, because there's really nothing in this world that's going to give you anything other than death, hell, and the grave. So, if you want to have something to look forward to that is glorious, and if you want to become a body that, christ is doing everything in and he makes you a winner there's no way that you're ever going to lose after this and if you do you still know that god's just putting you through a test and uh he's uh, not tempting you but he's testing you to see if you'll stand through hell or high water uh well then say this prayer and christ will come into you and you'll be happy for the first time in your life really happy Say, my Lord and my God, say this to God. My Lord and my God, I know, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son, the son of the living God. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. All that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, your word says. Therefore, I know that you've heard me, and I know that you've answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord, and read the King James Version of the Bible. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 592. It's free and uh, including postage.
3: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479 782 7370, or fax to area
0: code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying, uh, tune in tomorrow for another important message from the Lord to help you stand. And um, I'm going to sing a song for you here, Stand By Me, with uh, the J.D. Sumner and the Stamps backing me up. And it stand by me is not really adequate because it's stand in me. Lord, uh, I've become a cadaver or a, cuerpo, a corpse for you to live in. I want your life. I don't want the kind of life I had before, but I thank you, Lord. So here I am singing for you. Stand by me.
2: The storms of life are raging. Stand by me. Stand by me. When the storms of life are raging. Stand by me. Stand. When the world is tossing me like a ship out on the sea. i um...